What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving into six selling mistakes that is affecting your marketing strategy. So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Yes, you salespeople are screwing up the marketing strategy, and this is why. Okay, before we get into that, let me kind of preface a few things because I do have a platform to be able to talk about sales, okay? My background, I came through sales. I got into marketing through sales. I didn't come into marketing through the traditional channels of like, I went to school for journalism, I went to school for marketing, and then you know I, I realized that you can't make money writing shit on you know press releases and stuff like that. And so, nope. I literally got into marketing through sales. So I basically started working for this company called Reg Online as one of their um, account execs, and I was just selling basically a SaaS product that was for event registration. So you had an event or a conference and you wanted people to register, they would register using our SaaS product online, which was a very innovative product at the time. And they would just register on there. So we would sell our services. And so with that, uh, I got so good at it that I was the top salesperson in the company um, to the point where I sold more even whenever I left the company because I had built so much stuff in the pipeline. And so I, I just... I just know how to sell. And then I ended up opening my own company in 2008 uh, and it was a martial arts and personal training studio. And I got to the point where I was closing roughly 90% of our leads coming in. Okay, so I got very good at selling, really, really good. And the reason why I was so good is because I was very intuitive and I paid attention a lot um, to what was going on. Uh, at, at, the, at this business, I sold probably well over three or four million dollars for my own company. You're like, well, that's not a lot of money. Our transactions were small, okay? Like comparatively to like, you know, like a facility company that's selling, you know, a half a million dollars or a million dollar service or something like that or a quarter million dollar service, whatever. I'm just, I'm just making numbers up right now. Um, my transactions were smaller versus yours. Like there's, there's a big difference. But I, I sold a lot. I, I did a lot of transactions. I sold anywhere from 10 to 20 deals per month. Kid you not. 10 to 20 deals per month is what I sold. On average. Okay. And on top of that, I needed to retain. So I had to resell people. I needed to upsell people. And then from there, uh, I ended up selling the business uh, and then working for uh, a company called CMI Mechanical. I came in as their national director of business development, so that's, that was you know sales driven, but also marketing driven as well too, because that's how I had to find my own ways of getting my own leads. And same concept, same thing. I brought in the right people, and you know just I, I was good at what I did. I, I'm, I'm and so I understand how people buy. I understand how people react. I understand body language, like all those things, like listening to voices, all that. And, and a lot of it just came from just, you know, being on the phones a lot. So when I say this, salespeople, you need to shut the fuck up. Okay. It's just like, like literally just shut up. That's what you need to do first. Because what's going on in a sales process 
of, of you speaking too much, you're screwing up the sales process and you're losing these deals. You're talking about all these things. And then so when you're doing this, that carries into marketing and it screws everything up because what happens is that marketing comes in and brings in these really high quality leads or pretty decent leads that are like, hey, I'm kind of interested in this. And then somehow you shit the bed and essentially like screw up the whole thing. So let me explain, I'm not knocking you. So I'm not trying to say like you're bad at sales. Like I came from a sales background. So I, I have a leg to stand on right now. I understand, I understand how to sell. Okay, so let me, let me give you this, the six reasons why your, sell, your, 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 your shitty selling is screwing up marketing, right? So number one, you need to stop telling, and well not number one, just make sure you need to stop telling and not selling, right? So you need to stop talking. You need to make sure that you're not talking, you know, like overly talking too much. And so you're like, well, well that's part of sales. Yes, it totally is. You need to be driving and, and, and retaining that conversation and keeping control of that conversation. I get that, I understand. But there's a way in how you talk. You need to know how to ask specific questions that makes them talk. Like you literally need to be a psychiatrist, all right? You, you need to be a therapist where you're, you're, you ask one thing and it's probably a short question and then all of a sudden this person just like blurts off for like, you know, a good solid one to two minutes about something. Does this make sense? So you need to stop talking. Number two is that you need to stop telling prospects about other customers. So like, I'm not saying it's bad to name drop. Like I name drop, okay? I name drop customers a lot, but you can't be telling your customers like, oh, I have a customer that has this because they don't care, okay? Like that's not important to them. They want to know that you understand them, okay? Number three, you need to stop walking through your features and benefits. This kills me. People think that people buy for features and benefits. They don't. They buy for problems that are being solved so that they don't have to deal with them anymore. So what problems are you solving for them that you don't have to deal with them anymore? Okay. Number four, stop telling them what other people say about you. Like, well, we've, we, you know, we have all these amazing reviews and John said this about me and, and Steve said this about us and so on. And like, just instead of you telling them, be like, hey, listen, I totally understand, you know, where you're coming from. You're a little skeptical. Let me do this. I've got a, a list of some great testimonials and case studies that we've created that you're more than welcome to review and kind of like dig into it. And here are three case studies and here are four testimonials that you can kind of look into and let me know what your thoughts are. I can get back to you later. But do you see what I'm trying to get to here is that instead of you selling them, they're being educated on where to find the content and then they can make their own decision. All right, number five, stop explaining what, will, what you will do or how you do it. All right, let me read that one more time. Stop explaining what you will do or how you do it. You don't need to explain the entire thing. You just need to make sure you know how to solve that problem that they have. So like the best way to say, you know, explain this is that if you're, you know, an IFM or PM company, you don't need to explain everything. You just need to say, hey, listen, we know that your challenges are X, Y, and Z. 
which is why we've created our three process, like our three step system that solves X, that solves Y, and gives you Z. Okay, or sorry, and solves Z so that you get A. Does that make sense? All right, and then number six, the last one is just shut up and ask. Ask questions. So you you what and 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 you you need to ask the right questions that trigger people. How does this make you feel? Why do you think this happened? Where did this take your business? What is happening to your facility? Why is your team doing this? How does your team making this mistake make you look in front of your VP of facilities? Like, do you see what I'm, like these things that are triggering? Now you're like, well, how do these sales mistakes affect marketing strategy? And this is how. Sales will then go to marketing and say, hey, you need to have this information on our website. Your emails need to say this. And it might be an email that has that literally spits out all the fucking features and benefits, which no one gives a shit about, which I just told you. Okay. Like if you're a good salesperson, you don't talk about features and benefits. You talk about problems and solutions. You talk about stories. Okay. You talk about case studies and like how you solve problems for other people. Like those are things that you're trying to do. Okay. So that's how like sales, like your, your poor sales skills is affecting the marketing team. Is that you're going into this saying, well, we need more features and benefits on this, on this email. No, we don't. We're trying to create some sort of problem. We're trying to pull out pain. We're trying to take them to make, make them take action. Does this kind of, you know, like, are you getting where this is coming from? Okay, so the other part is, is that like, Sometimes like these, you know, sales will go to marketing and be like, hey, we want, we want our website to say all these things because this is, this is what goes on in our conversations. And so we just want to make the sale easy. No, the idea of marketing is and, and how marketing should be working is to bring you a lead, okay, that has these certain pain points and that feels something and we have these emotions and these problems. And then you come in and you basically say, hey, we can solve that and we can do this and we can do that. Tell me more about this and, and how this affected your business. Tell me more about this and how this affected your facility. Okay. So this is what I'm trying to get to is that, and this is not a knock on the sales team. Like, like it, it seems as though like I'm just throwing the sales team under the bus and it may seem like as though like that's what I do at my company at Ratmate. It's not that like our sales team is amazing. Like they do a great job and they, they deserve all the credit, you know, out there. Where I'm coming from though is, is that like sales is, is one thing, is one strategy and marketing is a different strategy. Marketing's job is to be bringing in the right type of leads, is to create demand, okay? Is to um, intrigue and create interest, is to educate and share, is to like bring all this stuff and then sales' job is to capture that demand, is to solve those problems, is to share those things by like talking to them. And so the sale is gonna still be challenging, but we've what we're trying to do is help bridge that gap closer, not basically make sales impossible. Like, like yes, we're trying to make sales easy, okay? But what I'm saying is that like not to the point where like, ah, well, I don't need a salesperson. It's 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 not that. It's just when you're selling a higher, more expensive thing or a complicated product, you need a sales team to actually do that. And they do a very good job doing that. But you can't be putting in like your mistakes of selling 
and apply that also to marketing. Be like, well, this is how we, this is how we sell, so therefore we want that on the website as well too. No, no, no. They're two different things. It's like trying to tell offensive players in football to start playing defense as well too. It, it doesn't work like that. Like the offensive players have one primary goal, fucking put up points. Defensive players have one primary goal, stop the other team from fucking putting up points. Like that's pretty much what it is. And that's how sales and marketing should be working as well too. So where, where I'm coming from with all this in full circle is that the sale, like, like, like sales needs to find a way to learn how to listen more when it comes to the sales process. And marketing is essentially taking what, what the people, not what sales is saying, what the people are saying in conversations from testimonials, from sales calls, from case studies, and using that same language in sale in, in actual copy, in sales copy. So whether that's in sales emails, whether that's on websites or landing pages, whatever that is, whether that's on ad copy for ads, like what all that stuff. That stuff is being applied onto the copy that you're using to bring in the right type of leads. Okay, so don't apply what some mistakes are taking place on a sales call and think that it should also be on you know your marketing strategy. It doesn't work that way. So it's they both approach things completely differently. So I hope this was this makes more sense. This is not a stab or an attack on the sales team. Like again, like all this is is like it's just more of like, hey, stay in your fucking lane. Okay, like you work on you, we'll keep working on us, we will we we'll hit our numbers. We're capturing, we're like we're bringing in demand and your goal is to capture that demand. So we're bringing in the right types of people into, you know, into our world, excuse me, and then your goal is to take those people and work them accordingly. Does that kind of make sense? All right, so, okay, so uh, with that, if you can do three things for me. Uh, first, if you find these podcasts very valuable and you're enjoying them, uh, please give us a five-star review. Um, on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that'd be greatly appreciated. Number two, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Many of you folks I've connected already before on LinkedIn, so you're probably already my connection. Um, so maybe you want to engage with some of my content that I put out there. So you know, look for it. If you want to also go to that little top right-hand corner where you, there's a little bell, you can see whenever I'm posting stuff, so you can comment and see what's going on because I am putting things out there that is educational, that is helpful for just marketing in general and also for the facility world. And then number three, if you can also share this podcast with some other people, like this podcast is growing um, and we're, we're really helping a lot of organizations in the facility and property space to really just improve their overall marketing strategy. So if you can do those three things, they'd be greatly appreciated. Other than that, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.